Good evening. Welcome to our podcast, 92, written April 10th, 2022. The title of our podcast today is The Fruits and Works of Evil Spirits, Part 4. Well, this week we're dealing with the intoxicated spirit family, drunkenness and reveling. And I've added the fruit of laziness because after we find ourselves totally drunk, after we've partied all night and day, then we succumb to being lazy. We tend to lie down and do nothing. And some of us don't need to be drunk to be lazy. I'm sure you've heard the term lazy bum. Scriptures say quite a bit about drunkenness, and a lot of it have nothing to do with drinking alcohol, wine, or drugs. God simply tell us not to be drunk with the sins of this world to the point that we neglect our duties of service to Him. Let's read a couple of texts about that. In Deuteronomy 29, where it talks about how Israel had witnessed the way these other surrounding nations had worshipped idols, and God was warning them not to follow after these other nations. But I specifically want you to focus on verses 19 and 20, as he compares it to drunkenness. Let's read. And ye have seen their abominations and their idols, wood and stone, silver and gold, which were among them, lest there should be among you man or woman or family or tribe, whose heart turned away this day from the Lord our God to go and serve the gods of these nations, lest there should be among you a root that beareth gall and wormwood. Now, verse 19 and 20. And it come to pass when he hears the words of this course that he bless himself in his heart, saying, I shall have peace, though I walk in the imagination of mine heart, to add drunkenness to thirst, the Lord will not spare him. But then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man, and all the curse that are written in this book shall lie upon him and the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. Pretty serious. Deuteronomy 29, 17-20. Paraphrase. As Jeremiah 7, 24 talks about them going back and forth in their imagination of their evil heart as a drunken man would when he's intoxicated, not able to make a sound decision in doing right things. And in the book of Luke, God warns believers, 
Take heed to yourself, lest at any time your heart be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness. In essence, you're so wasted you can't drink any more. Also, craving the cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell upon the face of the whole earth. Luke twenty-one thirty-four through thirty-five. Paraphrase: The Lord is speaking of us in this day and age to not be drunk. Drunk that we're not taking heed to the urgency of his soon coming, but being busybodies, drunk with the sins and cares of this world, and not considering what we should be doing, and that is living a life of righteousness in Christ Jesus, winning souls into the kingdom of God, and being that. Good example to the world. He also warns us in Romans chapter thirteen. Let us walk honestly, as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not. Provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lust thereof. Romans chapter thirteen, verse thirteen to fourteen. And of course, I would like to reiterate how drunkenness plays a role in our supporting scripture texts, where we discover the words, the words rather of the flesh, and that's Galatians chapter five. Now the works of the flesh. Are manifest, which are these: adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like. Of the which I tell you, before, as I have told you in time past. That they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians chapter five, nineteen through twenty-one. Have you ever been to a party where people had a little too much to drink, and then for some reason things seem to spiral out of control? The person who's throwing the party can't seem to control the partygoers. And they start breaking things, and they start reveling to the point where their mayhem, violence, that spills over into surrounding homes and surrounding neighborhoods. People out of control to the point they have to call law enforcement in to break up the party for some reason. Also, another point I like to make. When you go into a market, isn't it strange or interesting? I should say that if you want to find beer or alcohol, you look where they have the word spirits located. There, you'll find liquor, alcohol, wines, 
we use the word spirits loosely to identify that area of the store. Hmm. Isn't it strange how we use the spirits in association with drunkenness? And it's true, there is a drunken spirit that lead people to stumble and fall down. And sometimes we fall down and can't get back up because we've overdosed on alcohol or drugs like oxycodone, fentanyl. These are the new ones. Well, they're the ones that hit the news now. I shouldn't call them new. All lead, all led rather by that self-same drunken spirit which causes people to become violent, rebel. We do crazy things that turns a social and all party event out of control. That's why the Bible teaches that we should be sober because when you're drunk and not sober, you're not in your right mind. And you have a tendency of doing things that you normally wouldn't do. And that's what happens when you're under the influence of alcohol, drugs, and or marijuana. Paul says in scripture, Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch, be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and the love and for and helmet the hope of salvation. For God had not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians 5, 6, and 7, 6 through 9, rather. We recently approved recreational marijuana here in Nevada, and believe you me, that traffic accidents have gone through the roof. It's normal to see someone going down the wrong side of the freeway or street nowadays, and it is inevitable that there will be a crash shortly thereafter if the police don't catch them. Individuals and take them off the road. Case in point, a few months ago, November 2nd, 2021, to be exact, we had one of our famed wide receivers of the Las Vegas Raiders who crashed his Chevy Corvette into the rear of a young lady's car, killing her and her dog. Right here in Las Vegas, they reported he was driving over 150 miles an hour on a residential street. The drunken spirit has left him facing 50 years in prison and has removed and has moved rather onto another soul who is willing to yield to drunkenness. And it may just be this next accident, unfortunately. He lost his life in the, in the incident. On January 29, 2022, 
we had another gentleman that was driving his Dodge Challenger down a residential street again at 103 miles per hour. And he broadside crashed into a minivan, killing himself, his passenger, and seven members of one family. And they appeared to be Christian, a Christian family. Nine people lost their lives, my Lord, due to drunkenness. The national statistics say more than 38,000 Americans die in a car crash a year. And most of them are related to who? If you guess drunkenness, you got it right. And also impaired driving, which include being drunk. Our smartphones, which also contribute to dumb decisions. And of course, that speed demon coupled with anger and impatience is closely related to drunkenness. When the spirit of drunkenness controls a man, the man is not at home. In other words, he's not in his right mind. Sin has taken control. Read the story how the strange woman of sin takes control, if you will. Proverbs chapter 7 verses 1 through 27. Read it. Reveling is something that comes right out of the book, of the playbook of drunkenness. They're like hand and glove. Normally where you find reveling, you're certainly to find drunkenness. What about spiritual drunkenness? with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornications. Hmm, interesting text. Revelation chapter 17 verse 2 talks about how the people in the last days will be intoxicated with the wine and or false teachings of this harlot church, false church. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of martyrs of Jesus Christ. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. Revelation chapter 17, verses 5 and 6. I can't imagine a church that causes so much bloodshed that she actually is drunk as with wine. These Bible texts talks about the false church being drunk, but not with real wine, but drunk with the blood of God's saints. Hmm. That's how it will be, my friend. This concludes our podcast. Let us pray. Lord God, as we come before you, we pray that many who hear these podcasts 
will be touched in some way and find it in their heart a need to repent. Father God, thank you for hearing the prayers of them who truly repent. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Now, if you or someone you know have need of prayer, contact us at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.